By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. Natasha Bedingfield. I always love that name, Natasha. Remember Natasha, Boris and Natasha? I do. <laughs> Natasha. What a great name. You know, there's all these names that nobody uses anymore. Like, that's I one. know. When's the last time you knew a woman whose name was Natasha? I don't remember ever knowing personally see, that's, knowing a, name named, see, that's, a person named Natasha. That's what I should have named my daughter, Natasha. I'm sure she would have loved that as much as Gabrielle. I like Gabrielle better, but Natasha, what a great name. Anyway, 6.15 this morning, it is BS.show. I'm Shelly, she's Brad. Together we get together every morning, Monday through Friday. That's not every morning. That's just we get together weekdays, Monday through Friday. Don't you hate it when like one of my pet peeves is a place that says always open and they're closed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Anyway. Like the like the time when they had to put all of those locks on the Denny's doors. That's right, because they, well, I, don't, I think they And had, Walmart as well. No, Walmart's got locks. They've got locks. They never had locks before, though. Walmart's always had locks. They haven't always had locks. Yes. Because all of them were open 24-7. No, no, they got locks in their doors. They okay, just, they have locks. They turn the automatic opener off, and then it's locked. It won't open. Okay. You don't believe me? It's too early to argue today. <laughs> Listen to you. It's never too early to argue. Uh, what it was... totally is. No, never, 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 never. Uh, stuff to talk about today. Weather's supposed to be... Uh, spo- oh, I just got an email from somebody. Look at this. Oh, Brad, Tom Bradley. Um, you well, enjoy my daily show. The Tom Bradley Show and hosting a number of events each year. What's new in your world? Tom Bradley. The Tom Bradley Show. You know who Tom Bradley is? I have no look, clue. Look at this thing. The Tom Bradley Show. He's on the air, and he's he's a competition to, um, what's his name, in Columbia. You love him. Oh, Cozy? Cosmo. Cozy. Yes, he's Cosmo's competition. Cosmo. Yes. He's on 93.1 Jack FM. With his new bride. Why do you say, explain that to me. New what? His new bride. Cat Sparks. I know, but why is she? Why is it she a new bride? Even though they've been married for like six months or something like that. They've been married almost a year. Okay, that's even worse. How she and knew them? Knew it. It's a newish bride. In Hollywood, a year would be. You know, they'd already be divorced after a year. You yeah, know that's saying? true. <laughs> they already have the divorce attorney. They've already hit the you know, uh, attorneys up. Got married in June. Got divorced in August. You know how that works. Hey, how, now how I does, do actually. How does that happen? Did you get di- did you get divorced like that? How long was your first marriage? 24 hours? <laughs> no, seriously. No, because I got pregnant real quick. Yeah. And you can't divorce when you are with child. Get out. Is that no, a law? You cannot. Is that a law? Yes. In the state of Missouri? Yes. Seriously? No, Brad, I'm teasing. No, yes, I've never heard seriously. that before. So if if you're pregnant, you can't get divorced? No. Wow. Not if your husband is the father. Yeah, I was going to say, what if he's not? Yeah. <laughs> then then you, I think you could probably get divorced. No, but how do you prove that? Um, DNA. 
No, Haven't now, you watched Jerry Springer? <laughs> no, Jerry Springer. You are the father. You know, oh! Jerry Springer is such a fascinating guy. Do you know the story behind Jerry Springer? I do not. Do you know he used to be the mayor of Cincinnati? No, I did not know that. Yes, he was the mayor of Cincinnati. <laughs> and, and it was sort of a weird deal because he wasn't here. Let me look at that real quick. He's got a fascinating background. He's an attorney. You probably knew that, right? Do you know that? Yes. Okay. Uh, he's the mayor, and and he was the mayor for I can't remember how it happened. There was something. I don't think he was elected to office. He was like on the city council or something like that, and the mayor died or or got impeached or something like that. And I think that was the way it was. Let me look at it this way: Jerry Springer, S P R. How old do you think he is now? Seventy-two. See how accurate you are. Um. Gerald Norman Norman Springer, born February thirteenth, nineteen forty four. He is seventy nine. Oh wow! Yes, I knew that he was older than I. I didn't know he was that much older. He's they call him a British American broadcaster. Uh, yeah, here it is. He was the 56th mayor of Cincinnati from 1990, uh, 1977 to 1978. He was only there for a year, and I can't remember where that was. Let me see if I can look that up. Uh, because I've, that's like one of these crazy things, political and journalist career, broadcasting career. Uh, he ran for Congress in 1970, failed to unseat incumbent Republican Donald C. Clancy. Uh, Springer was elected to the Cincinnati, Cincinnati City Council in 1971, resigned in 74 after admitting to soliciting a prostitute. <laughs> Springer came clean at a press conference. Longtime Cincinnati newsman Al Shutch, I can't pronounce his name, pronounced Springer's career over, but Springer honestly helped him win back his seat in 1975 by a landslide. He, so he gets kicked out in 74. He go, gets reelected in 75. In a post election interview, this guy's name is Shottlecocky or something like that S C H O E T T E L E K O E T T E. What a name. Um, something like that. Uh, reminds Springer that he had declared Springer's career over. Springer told the newsman, I'm glad that you were wrong. In 1977, he was chosen to serve one year as mayor by the city council. Springer currently served one year as mayor due to a political arrangement at the time. Cincinnati has since changed the direct election of its mayor. So they, he got appointed as mayor. That required the Democrats to split the mayoral term with a local third group, the charter committee. God, it's complicated. You think we got weird stuff in Sarah, here in St. Louis? In, in 19, 1982, Springer sought the Democratic nomination for governor of Ohio. TV commercial for Springer's campaign referenced his use of a check to pay a prostitute, saying that he was not afraid of the truth, even if it hurts. He used a check to pay for the prostitute. He failed to win the Democratic Party's nomination, finishing a distant third behind former Lieutenant Governor Richard C. Celeste. Springer considered running for the United States Senate in 20, 2000 and 2004, but he backed down due to negative association with Jerry Springer show. He also considered running in 2018 Ohio gubernatorial election, but decided against it due to his age. Come on. Due to his age. The president's older yeah, than he is. I was going to say in 2018. I'm saying 2018, he's, what I say, 79, so back mm-hmm. out five years. He was 74. I mean, he's a young guy. He, he In the scheme of things, he is. Yeah, man. Started in radio, WTUL-FM in New Orleans. Tuttle? WTUL. Tuttle? Uh, then he was, and then he was on TV. Do you know this? He was also a TV talk show host and a TV news guy on WLWT. 
when he went there, he was the lowest-rated news program, later having been named primary news anchor and managing editor. He needed a broadcast catchphrase in the middle of other, uh, the model of other news people. With the help of some others at WLWT, he created a signature line, take care of yourself and each other. Within two years, he was Cincinnati's number one news anchor, along with partner Norma Rashid. For five years, he was the most popular one in the city, garnering 10 local Emmy Awards for his nightly commentaries, which were frequently satirized by Cincinnati radio personality Gary Burbank. Those commentaries would eventually become his final thought on Jerry Springer. Springer would remain commentator at WLWT until January 1993. He resided in Lovell, Ohio during this time. God, that's so, so bizarre. You know, I mean, you know, I find it fascinating, just like we had on Sean Hayes. And, and interesting enough, I'll admit this, I have talked with Sean Hayes several times since I had him on the air and met with him twice. And because... I find him fascinating. And matter of fact, you know, we have listeners that contact the station. Matter of fact, you have to remind me of something. Remember what you have to remind me of today? I told you you had to remind me of something today. Yesterday. And what you was did? It? and what was it that you were supposed to remind me of? I don't know, whispered in my ear. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I made a mistake about saying the Dairy Queen oh, and yeah, St. Yeah, Charles had been wrong. had been big W. Yes, I I apologize, apologize to the Dairy Queen people. A listener, Kathy, sent me a text because remember I give my phone out number out in the air three one four two eight zero eight 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 zero. That is my it's phone on number. Bathroom walls. That up is and down yes, the right. corridor as well. That is my my cell phone number. You can text me. You can call me. Okay. She texted me and said, "Are you sure the Dairy Queen has been knocked down?" And I said, I drove by it the other day. I'm like 95% sure it's gone. I was wrong. She called the Chamber of Commerce. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I, you know, once again, I screwed up. I admit it. And it was the Chinese restaurant next door. I think it was called China King. And it was the Chinese restaurant next door. The Dairy Queen at St. Charles is still there, thank heaven. Uh, but the, uh, the um, China King is gone. And she told me that this is Kathy. Was very nice lady, and I and once again, Shelly's gonna go. Do you know her? I go, No, and you go, Well, how did she text you? I because I give my number out on the air, right? <laughs> People write it down or put it into their phone, I guess. So, uh, that's the kind of thing that you know. And I got a, a text recently about Sean Hayes. Someone told me that I should not have had him, had him on the air. I have no idea who this person was. Now, the reason I know it was Kathy. Because when I'm texting back and forth with her yesterday after I got off the air, I said, who do I have the pleasure of texting with? And she says, my name is Kathy. So I assume that's her real name. And she gave me her age, which I won't give away in the air. But anyway, because, you know, it's not nice to tell people how old they are. Right, Shelly, who's 59? Isn't that, isn't that what it is? I'm sorry. What did you just say? Nothing. <laughs> what did you just say? Nothing. Okay. Uh, we have to go no, on. No, you really did. Repeat. I said, Shelly's such a nice woman. We both know you didn't say that. That's what I said. Okay, mm. so so once again, DQ, St. Charles, I'm sorry. I said you were dead. You're not a dead. You're very much alive. The place next door to you, which is the China King, because I drove down 94, and I look over, and there's like a pile of rubble with a, you know, with a backhoe pawing away at it. You know, like uh-huh. I'm, going, I'm going like, what is that? They No, they knocked down the Dairy Queen. Now, what's interesting is she also mentioned about, she said, it's funny, she says, you know, there's a house behind the Dairy Queen. I go, I talked about that. It's so weird. You drive to the back of the parking lot, and there's a house. I'm going, like, how did that happen? 
Can you imagine nowadays the way zoning laws are? Yeah, I want to build. I want to build up my house behind the Dairy Queen. No, we can't allow that. That's a commercial area. I don't care. I want to build a house behind the Dairy Queen because that way I love Dairy Queen. That way I just have to walk across the parking lot every morning if I want to, you know, eat breakfast there. Does Dairy Queen have breakfast? I don't think they do. Anyway. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I just walk across the parking lot. I want to have lunch at Dairy Queen. I want to have dinner at night. I want to, you know, eat, you know, like a, you know, a dilly bar at 8 o'clock at night. I just walk across the parking lot. See, I think that would be so cool to live. I've always fantasized about living in a warehouse. You know, and, and what's what's interesting is for years I've had this fantasy, and then people go like, well, now they, they do it. You know, they they take these these old commercial buildings, and they turn them into, like, lofts and condos and things like that you know matter of fact i knew someone who lived in kansas city that lived in an old school and it was actually pretty cool i saw pictures of it it was a great school and the you know once again the population had changed and and the school district decided to close some schools and they closed the school and the, the school sat there for a while and then they they decided well we'll just sell it and they sold it to a local developer and he developed it into condos and sort of cool because each, like, you know, each of the, the, what they did was each of the classrooms was divided up and they put in some walls. They put in like, a, you know, a couple walls for a bathroom and a bedroom and stuff like that. And I saw pictures uh, of the gym was like a, a community center where everybody could come and they had like, you know, you know, crafts in there that you could go play with and stuff like that. And, you know, there was the office, which was the leasing office. Uh, you know where you know where the, where the principal used to be. This was like the leasing office for the condo. It's cool. There was a guy over in Illinois who bought a high school. You remember this story? No, but there was a high school I wanted to buy. Where at? I think it was out here in St. Charles. You got to buy a whole high school. I did. It was it was empty. I know. And that's that's why you buy them when they're empty. You don't buy them with kids in them. No. <laughs> because you know high school kids, you don't want anything to do with them. Yeah, they are pretty uh, angsty. Right, right. They got those hormones zinging, you know. I mean, they're just, you don't want nothing to do with them at all. Okay, we have to take a break. It is 6.20. It is BS.show. Shelly, you know who that is? Who is that, Brad? You know who that artist was that just sang that song? Uh, No. The Donut Liquor. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you'd forget that. The Donut Liquor, yes. Ariana but you will never forget that. I will never forget that. It is okay. forever embedded into your Brad brain. Yeah, what, what's left of it, like a little pea-sized thing in my head. Right, okay. Uh, that would be me. Mike Otten sent me an article out of the Riverfront Times dated Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. So it's about, what, eight months old, something like that? Yeah. The title of the article is... Pregnant women can't get divorced in Missouri. Hmm. And it says, it says, it says, December 2020 was a turbulent month for Danielle Drake, 32 of Lake of the Ozarks. And December 1st, her husband said he was going out with a friend, but he lied. He was actually having an affair. She filed for a divorce less than one week later on December 7th. Then, not long before Christmas Day, Drake found out she was pregnant. Drake knew immediately she had to file a second amended petition for divorce. She also knew the impact her pregnancy would have on the divorce proceedings. Drake, who earned a law degree from University of Missouri, Kansas City, has been practicing family law for two years, well aware that in Missouri, women who are pregnant can't get a divorce. You're right. Well, it says here that uh, Missouri law states that a petition for divorce must provide eight pieces of information. Things like residence of each party, date of separation, Notably, whether the wife is pregnant, 
among the eight things? If the answer is yes, Drake says, what practically does, what that practically does is put your case on hold. They say the case can continue. They can still, you know, figure out, uh, you know, separation of material matters and financial things and stuff like that. But the case goes on hold until after the baby is delivered. Or I guess in worst case scenario, the baby's aborted. You know, it has to be because I think that would have to be part of the issue as well, too. Um, and then um, says um, Drake says that it's true even in the case of divorce that is completely uncontested. Quote, if the couple is not fighting and they're just saying, nope, she's going to take the baby 100% of the things, they still cannot go before a judge and have that finalized until after there is a baby born. Is that weird or what? I didn't know that. How did you know that? Because I had to stay married to to Tiffany's biological father for um, a year. Do you ever see him? No. You never talk to him anymore? If he stood next to me, I wouldn't even know who he was. Seriously? Yeah. It's been 40 years. You know what? What? At the chamber meeting Tuesday? Yes. That guy crossed the table for you? That was your ex-husband. No, it wasn't. It was. It was no, it really wasn't. He came out and he said, "It's really funny because Chris Tiffany's groom, yes, he went on a search and destroy mission to find out if Tiffany's biological father was still alive." What do you mean, search and destroy? He was going to try to bump him off or something like that? No, he got it in his mind that. If Tiffany wanted to see her father, biological father, that he was going to make that happen, even though I've always offered that to Tiffany, I've never said, no, you can't see him. And um, I actually thought he had passed. Yeah. Because he was uh, 16 years my senior. What? Yeah. So he'd be 96 now? I don't know. No response on that one. I have to think about that. <laughs> no, don't don't think about it. You don't want to okay. know the answer. You don't know the answer to that. Okay. So, so interesting. So when's the last time you saw him? When Tiffany was two. And that was it. Yes. And you've never seen him. So Tiffany is how old now? On April twelfth, she will be the big four zero. So it's been thirty eight years since you saw your ex husband. Yeah, her father, biological. Wow. And you don't know, you have no idea where he's at or anything like that? No. There's no friends of his or common relatives or anything that's ever contacting you. Hey, hey, Shelly, your ex-husband is, is he's now a multimillionaire and he just flies around his Learjet. Nothing like Sometimes that? Sometimes there's not enough money. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's give two scenarios. Let's say you find out found out that he was dying and needed some kind, he needed a blood transfusion. Let's say he had some weird disease. And the only person in the world that could give him blood or, you know, some organ like a, you need a fingernail transplant or something like that to survive. <laughs> fingernail transplant. <laughs> the only person that he could accept a donor from would be you. And they said, Shelly, you know your ex-husband? Yes. Well, he's dying, and the only thing's going to save him is a transplant from you. We need, we need, we need two pints of your blood. We'll have to give you. You have to come and give one pint, and a month later you come and get another pint. Otherwise, he's going to die. What would you say? You'd say, nope, sorry, not doing it. 
Or you'd say, no, I would do it. You would do it. So you don't have, yes. I mean, there are, there are people that would say, I would, I would not do it. And furthermore, I would want to watch him die. You know what I mean? Some people have that animus about, it, <laughs> about, you know, being divorced. You know what I mean? It's, it's. It's been 40 years. Right. I'm thinking whatever transpired, I'm over. Well, maybe not. Some people hold it till their, you know, till the till their death. I told I know, you. but I'm not most people. Wow, that's for sure. <laughs> 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 that's for sure. You're not most people. <laughs> so interesting. See, mm-hmm. I I find this fascinating because because not because the, why? Well, no, I because see, once again, I say that and maybe this is just the old timer in me, I say that kids should have a quote-unquote normal family with a man and a woman, okay? And I know I'm going to get in trouble because people, oh my God, that's so, you're so biased. What's wrong with having, you know, you know what's, what's that book that came out? There's a book that came out that so-and-so's uh, uh, mother is, is, so-and-so's father is a woman or something, you know, blah, 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 you know. And I'm going like, you know what, for centuries and centuries and centuries for eons and eons and eons it has been that there's a mother and there's a father and that's the family and they have kids okay and they stay together and you know till death do us part till death do us part right there when they say the vows okay but god more than ever now it's just like you know throw that out the window but i really think that especially you know if it's like let's say if it's a if it's a girl and she has two fathers, you know, like she gets adopted by a gay couple, two gay guys. I don't think that that's good for her because she doesn't have the influence of a woman in her life. And flip that, if you have two two dudes in a marriage, um, you know, and 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 they they adopt a boy, I don't think that's right because the boy doesn't have a, a woman model in his life. You know what I'm saying? I mean... No matter what anybody says nowadays, men and women are different. Men and women are different. You think? That's, oh, there, that's all there is to it. Huh. Matter of fact, there's an interesting story I read the other day that talked about a woman who got, became, uh, she was a dude and she went through the transsexual thing. She had the whole operation, the whole bit. And now she wants to switch back to being a man. You know why? No. When if she goes to a concert, she has to wait in line for the for the women's room. But when she when she was a man, she didn't have to wait. She's going doing business and walk right back out. You know, there's always you know like you go to remember there was a big controversy years ago down at Bush Stadium that that there were they had the same number of of restrooms for men and women, but women take a little bit longer and men just go and do their thing and leave, and women don't. So the line's always long in the women's room. You know what I'm saying? I do. Okay, do you think, is that true? Would you say that, has that happened to you before? Yeah, but all the men have to do is stand and shake. Well. <laughs> we have we have a lot more things to do but, to, but the to point, go to the bathroom. The point being, is that fair? Should they have more? But see, nowadays you could say, well, who cares anymore? Because of the fact that, remember I told you, the, the president of Lindenwood, who we knew, got in trouble because of the fact that he was fighting the group on campus and wanted to put a third bathroom in. Remember that bizarre story? I do. And I'm going like, okay, so, you know, once again, think about that for a minute. See, people don't think about the repercussions of that. When they design a building, they design it where the plumbing stacks go here, the water goes here. Okay, all of a sudden, if they want to put a third bathroom in, 
how do you get the water and the and the sewage lines into that bathroom if it's like not where it was originally intended? Just like if anybody's ever put, have you ever put a, a, a bathroom in your basement? Yes. Do you have one in your house? Yes. It's not necessarily easy because your your house has, you have to have a special toilet. You know about this, right? You have to have a special toilet that flushes up. You know what I'm saying? What? You have to have a special toilet that flushes up. Oh, please. No, seriously. Don't bite me. <laughs> no, and there's they have a vent Big, stack. Big, fat lie. You have to have a vent stack and all that kind of stuff. No, it's a special toilet. Hey, if there's a plumber out there, call me or text me, 314-280-8880, and verify the fact that if you have a bathroom, you put in a bathroom in a basement that is below grade, not like a walkout basement, but let's say, is your basement... Oh, a, okay. A, you know, your basement's not a walkout basement, basement it right? It is. Oh, it is a walkout basement? Yes. Even with a swimming pool? Yes, it's okay. actually uh, an entire suite down there. Oh, can you gain a lot of weight on it? I'm sorry? Can you gain weight on it? On what? The suite. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's got a workout room. It's got a salon. Hold on. It's got a bedroom. I'm getting a text. Leave poor Shelly alone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, As always, you are correct, Brad. Shelly doesn't know what she's talking about. It takes a special 3506-8 toilet model, and those are very expensive because, as you say, they have to have a pump to pump up the the sewage, and there has to be a special vent, and it has to be also a Mata installed. You had me at Mata. (laughs) Oh, here's another text. I'm just getting another one. Hold on a minute. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh, what's it say okay here we go oh mike otten is my is my hero he sent me a text or a link to an article basement toilet pump systems santa flow offers a full line of basement basement toilet pumps that make adding basement bathrooms easy and affordable it's a wise move according to better homes and gardens homeowners typically earn a return on investment of 70 75 cents in a dollar for basement flood floor remodel models blah 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 this means that installing a toilet in your basement, like the Santa Access 3 pictured above, could easily boost the value. Installing your downstairs toilet and basement bathroom pump is a simple process. See, it's a pump. I'm telling you, you think I was kidding about this. I do. I'll send you this article. We don't have a special toilet. We have the one that was down there when we bought the house. Well, they have. They put in a special toilet. Here, here we go. These it was pumps, the 80s. I these, doubt it. These pumps come in all shapes and sizes, including elongated, round, or compact seats. Be sure to do your research before you buy your next toilet unit. Uh, the Santa Access 3 pictured above moves the pump behind a wall with the use of Santa Flow extension pipe. Here's what the same system without an extension pipe looks like. Yes, there's like a there's a pump. I'm telling you. Because we're here to pump you up. The sewer system works on gravity. Think about that for a minute. That's yeah, how, that's so how it works. My body, <laughs> and it's losing. <laughs> yeah, all of us are getting older. We fight gravity, right? That's so. No oh my gosh, <laughs> it's uh, like I fight authority, I fight gravity, and gravity always wins. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the case. Six forty-seven. That song just ends just like that. Just like that. That's Rihanna. You know, it's interesting. They just found something out. According to Missouri law, you can't do the Super Bowl um, show, the halftime show, when you're pregnant in Missouri. Stop it. It's true. Did you know that? 
No, it's not true, so stop it. There's a law against that. <laughs> there's a law against a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, there's too many laws on the books. Um, and in St. Louis, you don't have to worry about it because none of the laws ap- are applicable. Okay, I'm going to mention something which we have not talked about, which has been like huge talking point all around the country. This unbelievable video of the guy getting executed in downtown St. Louis. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, but I I have not seen the video, nor do I want to. Here's the interesting thing to me. I have not seen the video until yesterday. Okay, You did see it? I did see it. Did they blur it? Well, no, because the video is in its all its glory, or, or infamy, whatever you want to look at it, on Twitter, and there's no... But the interesting part of it is, as the guy who's taking the video, as the shot is fired, he moves the camera. So you don't necessarily see the bullet hit the guy. The guy, matter of fact, it's two guys talking. Looks like they're inside, like in a vestibule or an entranceway or behind a window or something like that. I haven't heard that word in years. And they're talking back and forth at each other. You know, hey, look at this. And now the interesting part of the story I didn't realize was the guy had already shot him once. They had a fight across the street at the um, Shell station, and apparently the guy, the guy, the shoot E, walked across the street, and the other guy shot him in the back. So he walked, continues to walk across the street, sits down on the curb, and he's begging for his life, and the gun jams, and the video starts when he's trying to unjam the gun. Now, the interesting part of this is, and this is con- this is going to be controversial when I say this. The shooter, the murderer is black. The guy he kills is white. Think about that for a minute. Reverse that situation, and they would have burnt down the city. You know what I'm saying? I do. Reverse the situation. It's a white guy shooting a black guy in the head and killing him, murdering him in cold blood right there on Tucker in downtown St. Louis. And oh my God, it would be terrible. But it's a black guy and shooting a white guy. And they found that man, right? They knew exactly who he was. Matter of fact, he's guess where he hangs out at? They think he's yeah. homeless as well, too. At the library downtown. A bunch of the homeless people live in the library. Do you know about this? I did not. Yes, they live in the library. They don't take out books. They just go there. And especially in the winter, they go there to keep warm. You know, if I can see that. You know, free, go in. You know, no, nobody's going to kick you out because you don't have to buy anything because it's a public library. So anyway, they the police caught him walking out of the library. I think are walking in the library or something. I don't know. I mean, and once again, St. Louis, here we go. And I know most of our listeners, because we don't have a signal that goes into downtown St. Louis, most of our listeners are in the Westplex or they're in West St. Louis County, they're in Chesterfield or places like that, or they're in Franklin County or they're in Warren County or Lincoln County because our signal goes, you know, our transmitter's out there at Bryan and Fizey, so we go out to the West. So that's our listening audience. And I know people go, well, I don't care about that. I live in I live in New Melly or I live in I live in Wentzville or I live in Washmo or, or, or Troy or Winfield. Guess what? It affects all of us because we are part of the St. Louis metro area. The government says there's 16 counties that make up what they call the MSA, the St. Louis Metropolitan Metropolitan Statistical Area, the MSA. As far as the federal government's concerned, you live in, I don't care where you live in Franklin County, you live in the St. Louis area. I don't care where you live in in Lincoln County, you live in the St. Louis area. Same thing for Warren County. Warren County is part of the MSA. 
So if you live in any of those counties, according to the federal government, you live in the St. Louis area. You can say, you can say, well, I live out here in Robertsville. Doesn't make any difference. You live in the St. Louis area, and that's how you're judged. It's just, I, I when I saw the video, I thought to myself, this is so bizarre. You know, I mean, once again, things like this happen, I mean, as far as we can watch this, because A, we everybody's got a camera with them, a video, now a video camera, and a good one, and B, it's because people take it and they stuck it, they put it online, and you can watch this kind of stuff. I mean, I don't quite understand the whole situation. I don't understand. I mean, how in the world do you get to the point where at 10 o'clock in the morning on Tucker, which is like one of the main streets in downtown St. Louis, Tucker's the one that's like, what, in some places, what, six lanes wide or something like that? On 10 o'clock in the morning, a weekday, and the interesting thing was the guys who recorded the video are getting grief because, in fact, they well, they should have done something. They should have done something. But if you listen. I don't know. Call the police. They did that. The one guy said to the other guy, call the police, call the police. And the other guy was dialing 911. Police didn't show up right away, you know? Because, and get this, I heard this the other day. The way the policing is in downtown St. Louis, at any given time, the maximum number of police officers in the, in the downtown area is nine. Think about that for a minute. Nine cops patrolling the entire downtown St. Louis area. Nine cops. Is that, I mean, does that, is that spooky? Or is it Kambuki? No, no. <laughs> Listen to you. Never what? mind. What? Never mind. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Shelly, 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 Shelly. Okay. What? Uh, by the way, remind me. Remind me next hour. I'm, you're supposed because remi- I do that so well. You're supposed to remind me of something next hour. Okay, remember what that. Remember what. Remember what that is. No. Six fifty nine. You didn't tell me to remember something. You know what she said when they gave her that song and they said, "Hey, Miley, how'd you like to do this song?" What she said. I don't need no stinking man. She did say that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's the that's the the woman the man haters uh, the woman man haters club theme song. I can buy my and see and guys can say the same thing. I can buy myself flowers. I can take myself dancing. I don't need a woman. What do I need a woman for? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just in disbelief. <laughs> disbelief of what? The fact that Edwards Carpet is out of business. What? All of them. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you making this up? Yesterday I made a mistake by saying the Dairy Queen on, on First Capital in St. Charles was demolished when it was the restaurant next to it, the China King. The dairy. By the way, Dairy Queen people, I am most apologetic about the fact that it was, I guess, it was over the... Matter of fact, it was Saturday. I drove by it on Saturday. I was out in St. Charles on Saturday in St. Charles City. Uh, don't ask me what I was doing there, but I actually I was there. See, you know what I was doing there? What can were I, you doing there? Can I tell you something? Sure. I love that Lindenwood schnooks. You got a bagel. I did. They're really good out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went, I drove, I drove to, to downtown St. Well, not, I guess, midtown St. Charles, whatever, to get a bagel. God, those bagels are good at schnooks. At least that one. The, but the crazy thing is, I'm telling you, you know, the worst Schnooks bagels are down at Ledoux and 170, which is in the Jewish neighborhood. You would think those would be the best bagels. 
They're the Why worst. are they the worst? I don't know. In your humble opinion, they're not as good. They're like they're like they're like you know eating a dog toy or something like that. It's like that's you, because they're kosher. No, it's that they're you know we, they are kosher. Hey, they actually have a kosher bagel slicer. Am I supposed to believe that? Is that true? That's true. They're a kosher bagel slicer. Okay. Yes. Well, they don't slice the bagels. They're not sliced. They're they're not. You know, they're they're like one piece. You gotta you gotta slice them yourself. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm just telling you fact, that they they used to. I have. I don't, I don't know. You know how the world is anymore. Some places in my cars. But they used to have a separate slicer that was kosher. In my cars, in my truck, especially in my truck, I have a big old knife that I used to cut my bagels in half. And one day, I got pulled over by the police, and the cop comes up to me and says, "Do you have anything Excuse you me, sir? What's... Can you tell me what a machete is doing in your back seat?" <laughs> no. He said to me, "Is there anything that I should know about in your car?" And I said, "I got a knife in the in the in the in the glove the glove you know what do you call that little glove thing the in glove your... box no not your door what's it, like the the cargo panel you know what I mean you can stick stuff in the little 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 cubby hole in your door you know what i'm saying you know what i'm talking the about nook. what do you call that is that a nook, a nook. okay the little, i say excuse me officer but i have a knife in my nook <laughs> and he said <laughs> shaking my head brother <laughs> no so he goes he goes what do you use that for i go to slice bagels and he goes yeah right <laughs> it's i do I, I use it to slice bagels because here can i tell you this is this is brad the nerd okay don't ask me why the Lindenwood Schnooks is so special, but I go there, and I usually go and I get one of the poppy seed bagels, which are always so good at that Schnooks in, in Lindenwood, you know, in there and right across from the Lindenwood campus, okay? And then I go over to the deli counter, and I and this is what's funny. I order a tenth of a pound of Schnooks hard salami. If you order the boar's head salami, it's like... Four thousand dollars a slice, but if you order, yeah. if you order just the Schnooks hard salami, not the Boar's Head, but the Schnooks hard salami, it's reasonably inexpensive. So I get my my, and I never get a tenth of a pound. I don't know if this is a scam or something like that. They'll they're like, well, I got it's a tenth of a pound. Is that is that a third of a pound? No, it's one tenth of a pound. It's like a tenth of an ounce or something like that. So always give me more salami, okay? Then I go up to the counter where you check out and they got the little coolers there and you can buy single sodas i buy myself a mountain dew and a small bag of potato chips and then i go out and I sit in the parking lot and i get my knife out and i Lunch cut of champions i cut my bagel in half i put the salami on it i put the potato chips on it crunch those potato chips down really hard you know with the top of the bagel and sit there and eat that you know, bagel with salami and crunch potato chips and drink my Mountain Dew. And I think to myself, you know, there's some guys flying around in Learjets and Gulf Stream G4s, some guys who are like my age, 87, who have married to like a 27-year-old, you know, former, former model, some guys who are sitting on the beach in San Diego, but they don't have what I have. I have, I'm sitting in my $300 car in Schnooks in St. Charles, eating my bagel with Schnooks hard salami and crunched up potato chips and a Mountain Dew. I have it all. I have it all. You do. And do you know I used to be a former model? I know that. But you're not 25 anymore. I was when I was a model. 
Never mind. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I actually am a beauty queen. Mike says, I just like to lick the poppy seeds off the bagel. I'm a bagel licker. Just in case there's one that's active. I know, I'm a bagel licker. That's what he says. I'm a bagel licker. <laughs> He's so funny. I'm a bagel licker. Yes, now I have something in common. Hey, Ariana. Hi, this is Brad Hildebrand. Yeah, I do a radio show. And you know what? You have something in common. Well, we do have some, something somewhat in common. You lick those round things with holes, and so do I. The only difference is you lick the donuts, I lick the bagels. Oh, my God. Yeah, Ariana. Yeah, let's get together. Oh, your place? Oh, clothing optional? I'll be right over. Yeah, let me hop on that Frontier jet. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. I'll go over to Mid-America Airport. Hey, guys, take off in a hurry. Ariana's ready for me. I got to get to her. She's at. where she's at. I don't know, but and I got to get there. And I have a dozen bagels for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or half bagels, half donuts. Yes. So we could both, you know, kind of break the ice that way. <laughs> the smartest woman in the world says bagels are not Jewish. <laughs> Tell that to them. She says, now she says, she says, you two need to research what being kosher actually means. Well, we got told, didn't we? Well, Shelly's Shelley's father is Jewish. I mean, how much more do you, do you need to know about, you know, I mean, right? I mean, you That makes me Jewish light because really you need to be, um, your mother needs to be Jewish for you to be Jewish. I think my mother was Jewish. She just didn't tell anybody. Why would you think that? I'm not going to go any further than that. I'll get myself in trouble. Okay, my, probably. My mother, my mother was a tiger mom, and she's not Asian. How's that? Hey, tiger mommy. You know, you know the whole deal about that. Matter of fact, no. <laughs> Used to. There's. You ever see these stupid things? You go online, and it says, "Hey, look at these funny pictures." I mean, it's, you know, like, look what happened at the beach. And there's one that I see from time to time. And I have to tell you, I do go look at stupid pictures because they're funny. It's high school yearbook pictures and what the people put underneath their high school. You know, in some high schools, you could put like a like a statement, like you know, like your your mantra or whatever, like that underneath your picture. And there's this one there. First off, there's these triplets. It's pretty funny. There's triplets. There's three boys. And the one, the triplet on the left said, said, you know, I have a twin, but this guy got between us. And then there's the guy in the middle who's um, actually the, the, the triplet. And then the guy on the right, you know, the, the kid on the right. And they all look the same, but they have different names, different first names. And the guy on the right says something like, yeah, this guy on the other side of me is a fake. He's not one of us, but they're all triplets. Okay, but the one guy says he's he's Asian. Looks like he's Chinese or something like that. And his quote is, my dad just asked me, are you a doctor yet? <laughs> and he probably will be. Right. <laughs> There's probably no doubt in, in that. Now, now see, it's, here's, what's, here's what's interesting about this, okay? There was a time when certain... What do you call it? Ethnic groups? Ethnic? Are, are Jewish people ethnic? Is that an ethnic group? Yes. Is that a religious group? Okay, ethnic group. Okay. Like, and they talk about now that if you are of Chinese Asian descent, if you're not a doctor or a lawyer or playing the symphony, your parents are embarrassed by you. 
I'm going like, wow. You're in the United States? Yeah, yeah. The 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 you know, like the, the the Asian people. In other words, if you're not a doctor, a lawyer, or play in the symphony, you've you've disappointed your parents. Well, there's a lot of disappointed parents out there because there's a lot of nail shops. Well, but <sighs> a lot. Of- Listen to you. I'm serious. I just got that. Okay. Never mind. What else you got? Are we going to get in trouble this morning or what? Okay. You're trying to get me in trouble. Okay. Once again. I will tell you. So everybody knows that I slam my head into the wall. Yes. Well, there's, it's, it's like this green, I don't know. It's like supposedly, so my, that side of my face is a little poofy. And that side of my face doesn't have the wrinkles that the other side of my face has. Yes. So I think that's a perk. <sighs> Forget that my whole side of my face is green. If you don't know the story. traveling down my neck. If, but... you, don't, if, if you don't know the story, Shelly, Sunday morning, early in the morning, went to the bathroom, sat on her chair in the bathroom, which is not the throne. She sat on a chair and I say you passed out, but you say you fell asleep. I say you, I was sleeping on your chair, sitting up, right? Okay. Yeah. So you fell over and whacked your head on the wall, and to the point where it was more than a whack; it was more like a um, slammed your head on the wall. Slam. Okay, slam. Okay. And Shelly has not been the same since. And what? She's not been the same since. How do you figure? I mean, I'm still obnoxious. <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> you know, I I haven't changed. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, what have I changed? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> you brought it up, so start talking. The, the smartest woman in the world just says, we just about offended 100% of the population in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> we didn't offend anybody. I mean, once again, see, here's what's interesting. The, let's go back to the tiger mom thing for a minute. The tiger mom thing is the Asian mother is like wants her offspring to succeed on a major level. That's what a tiger mom is. She pushes you, she prods you, she makes you do well in school, she makes you go to, you know, college, get a bachelor's degree, get a master's degree, get a PhD, get a MD, a DDS, something like that. She pushes and pushes and pushes you, okay? So I must be that mom. So Well, you know, I 23 say, and me. I say I've that, got Asian in me. I say there's nothing <laughs> Don't even say one word. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, the Dairy Queen what? in St. Charles is still there. I, you're supposed to remind me of that. Okay. No, no, the Tiger Mom thing. See, what's wrong with that? I say, that's great. And see, once again, because of the fact that if you have someone in your life, you know, most people, especially nowadays, don't like pain. Okay. And, I I have like zero tolerance to pain. Well, I I think I have a huge tolerance to pain because you absolutely do. So <laughs> does David. I you know I, there's things that can happen and to Tiffany, me. Tiffany Tiffany's got a huge tolerance to pain. Well, there's certain things that I wimp out on, but there's other things that <laughs> once again, uh, you know I <laughs> did I ever tell you the story? Can I tell you a quick stupid story? Sure. My ex boss, who you met, Ron Grubbs. Okay. Yes. Lovely. I'm on the air at the old KSOQ, and I get a call from the front desk that a package that I ordered has arrived. I got it shipped to the station. It's got some parts in it that I needed for someone I was working on. So I'm on the air. I'm in between songs. I walk up to the front desk, 
And I, you know, nice lady, Judy, hands me the package, small package. But I didn't realize it had that brown packing tape on it. But underneath the brown packing tape was the box, had those big box staples in it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. So I take my fingernail and I, I crease the, I go back in the air studio, I crease the, the, um, the packing tape and I puncture it with my fingers and I push my fingers along the inside of the box to essentially break open the packing tape. You know, I'm talking about how you sort of pull it and you know, like you can pull the lid open and it'll snap the packing tape. Okay. Get what yes. I'm saying? I didn't realize there was a packing staple, two packing staples inside the box. And as I'm pushing my hand on the inside of the box, one of the packing staples goes through in one side of my finger, outside of my other finger, outside of the other side of my finger. Okay. I'm now, my finger is now impaled on the inside of a box with a packing staple. And I'm going like, and I'm, and, and, and I'm bleeding into the box and I'm on the air. And so I pull back, this is back in the day without computers. I pull the next cart to start this next song, do the intro. And I'm going like, what am I going to do? I've got my hand stuck in this box with a packing staple stuck inside of it. So I go up and down the, the, you know, I get out of the air studio, walk up and down the halls and nobody's around. And I'm going like, where's everybody at? So I walk up into the front of the office and I, you know, I'm on the air and I walk up to the front office and who comes out of his office, but my boss, Ron Grubbs. And I said, Mr. Grubbs? And he goes, yes. I go, can you help me? And he goes, what's wrong? I said, I have my finger stuck in this box on a packing staple. And he starts to laugh. I go, no, I'm serious. So I hold up the box, and he sees the blood running down the side of the box. And he goes, oh, my God, you are serious. So he goes back. He says, follow me. And we go back to the engineering office. And he, he walks in the office, and he says, and he, you got to know Ron. He's gigging me from the start. You know, Even though, like, I'm in pain, I'm bleeding, he pulls out a hammer you know, at the engineering office and says, well, maybe we can just bash it off with this. I go, no. So, so finally he gets, like, a box cutter, and he cuts a hole around the top of the box so we can take the, the the lid of the box off with my finger still impaled upon the packing staple. And he carefully helps me pull my finger out from the packing staple. He was a good man. <laughs> Is that? And, and, and he says to me, you had to know, he had such a weird sense of humor. He was such an interesting guy. He says, hey, there you go. Get back on the air and, and help us make some money. That's what he said. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd say to me. Get back on the air and help us make some money. Play yeah. some songs. Play some commercials. Sell, sell, sell. Play some commercials that it'll make us money. Ah, Ron Grubbs, yes. God, those were the days. My friends, I hope they never Smartest end. woman says they're also, um, she says, Tiger Mom is overbearing mom, highly controlling, harsh, demanding, authoritarian, a.k.a. helicopter parents. Okay, what's wrong with that? I'm that mom. You get actually Tiffany had a shirt made for me. It says that said, "Oh, honey, I am that mom." Do you wear it? I do. Do you wear it to when you volunteer at the schools? I don't volunteer at schools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have kids are afraid of me. 
There's one right there at 724. <laughs> I so are people, so there's <laughs> I that. Gotta, I got to remember that one. Hold it. Here, here, here. Here, did I did I did I play my new one for you? Did I? I don't know if no. I played this one. Did I play the new one? Thank Hold on. God. Here, you know, did I play this one already? I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Did I play that one already? Yeah, you played that yesterday. <laughs> did I play this one for you? New like layer to my brain. Did I ever play that one for you? No. How about this one? You are so icky. How about yes. this one? One of them goosed me. How about this one? Did you get me off? <laughs> I can't play that one anymore. I'm in trouble. That's what I got yes, trouble for. I got the copyright violation of that on YouTube. Yeah. How about this one? They just want to get in the roundabout and get off. How about this one? Did I play this one for you? Oh. Made a video and told those this person to shame on them. What do you mean? You were mad at somebody? Yes. <sighs> and you posted it online? No, I didn't post it online. It was just for me. I Evidently. Know, I know who you did it for, too. I'm sorry? I know who you did it for. I know you do. Yeah. Kim Gardner. You sent her a nasty, nasty video. I, I don't even have... No. Charge those people. That's what she said. And Kim said, well, they don't give me their credit card numbers. Yeah, really. <laughs> right. Okay. It's 725. It is BS.show. You know, truly this morning, this show is a show about nothing. <laughs> We've talked about all sorts of goofy stuff this morning. We say that every single time <sighs> we're on the air. Show about nothing. Because it really is a show about nothing. It's a show about nothing. Okay. Um, it is. You sent me this article, and sure enough, you're right. The Edwards car- carpet stores have all closed. Did you think I was lying? I did. I thought to myself, there's no way the Edwards Brad, guy would never close. I don't close. lie. Um, yeah, sad. It really is sad. And they did it secretively. Well. Like, people had to find out about it. Well, you know why that is, don't you? I don't. I'm sorry. Well, when you're in the carpet business, you can't just, you can't tell anybody you're going out of business. There's a Missouri state law that states that if you're in the carpet business, and you're going out of business, you have to do it secretly. It's a law. That's actually not true. It's a law that you can't get divorced when you're pregnant. Do you know that, too? By the way, yes, I do. Did you remind me about what you're supposed to remind me about? You already said it. The sh- the Dairy Queen on First Capital is alive and well. I made a mistake yesterday when I said the Dairy Queen had been demolished. It was the building next door, the China King restaurant, and they're going to put in like you know what do we need? You know what they're going to put in next door? A car another wash. Another car wash. <laughs> another car wash. <laughs> we need another another car wash because you know what? I think that they should knock down. Chesterfield Mall and put a big car wash there. Yeah, big monster. Put a truck yeah, wash whatever. there. We a need water park. For you know, your car. you know what you you know you know you know what's lacking on Highway 40. There aren't enough tractor trailers on Highway 40. We need more tractor trailers on Highway 40. Why is that? If you're if you're driving cross country and you're coming you know east on 70, you know it's much easier just go east on 40. Ours. The MoDOT people would go, I can't believe he's calling it 40 at 64. Go, it will always be 40. <laughs> right. Go east on 40 <laughs> slash 64 and just go right across the Poplar Street Bridge. Bang your Illinois. It's a straight shot. If you take 70, you got to wind your way around and do all sorts of stuff and go by the airport and you blah, take blah, blah, 270. blah, blah, blah. No, 270 takes you too far north. Unless it's go- still Illinois. Well, unless you're going to Chicago, that you don't want to go that far north. If you're going east and west, you just want to stay on on 40. Because 40 goes right through the St. Louis area. So Set. is it 40 or farty? Farty. Farty far. Okay. Okay. So, okay. A couple more things on my list to talk about this morning. Okay? Okay. 
Um, let me look at my list here. Okay. Um, shameless car thieves. There are car thieves now who are stealing cars in two places. One of you, you think, eh, I can see that. The other one, you go like, how low can you go? The first place is full-service car washes, where when your car, you know, you, you get out of your car and you watch the car go down through the tunnel, you know what I mean? You walk alongside of it, you go pay, you know what I mean? Like some of the full-service car washes. Your car yeah. comes off the end and the guys are inside, you know, cleaning it out, you know, vacuuming the floor and, you know, wiping the windows down on the inside, the whole bit. Right before they get ready to put their hand up in the air to say your car's done, Somebody jumps out from around the corner building, jumps in the car, off they go. More and more happening all the time. Car washes. Second Why pl- do people think of this stuff? Okay, second place, you're not going to believe this, funerals. People are getting I- that car stolen at funerals at graveside services. You know how everybody pulls up into the cemetery and everybody... Yes. A lot of people tend to leave their keys in their car... True. ...at the funeral... Yes. And guys are like hanging around, like looking they're part of the funeral, you know, procession, look like they're part of the family. Then all of a sudden they jump in a car, bunk, off they go. Car's gone. Which is really hard to do in a cemetery when everybody is parked. Well, but but once again, I mean, where where would I mean, you they don't make those aisles wide well, enough for two cars. Where would you think the last place you get your car stolen? You're at a cemetery. Well, you're already... a, a, a funeral. Well, you're grieving. I mean, how that's just bad form you're grieving and and i mean you know you think you've had a bad day you've lost a loved one you know um you know maybe it's immediate family which is even worse maybe it's like a cousin or a aunt uncle or something like that or grandparents and you're having a bad day already because you've lost someone in your family that you've loved and some crouton no cretin some cretin <laughs> some <laughs> Some salad crouton. <laughs> Some cretin <laughs> jumps in your car and steals your car at the cemetery. I'm going like, okay, that's enough. Now, see, here's the problem. The problem is, here's what we should do. The problem is, instead of letting these guys back on this on the on the street, we put them in a shipping container. A radio uh, sales position. <laughs> yeah, right. And we put them in. We put them. We take them out the Lambert. We put them in a cargo plane, and we, you know, we. You know, you know, seatbelt them in like with a lock on the seatbelt, and we fly them over to Ukraine, and we say, "Okay, you're now part of the Ukrainian army. Here's a gun. Go shoot people." Right? Is that what they want to do? They want to create havoc. Is, is and that shoot. your idea? The Russians are already doing it. The Russians are going to prisons. They're going to prisons and saying, "Hey, you, Mister Murderer, guess what? We're letting you out." We're giving you a gun and a uniform, and we're putting you on the front. The Russians are notorious for what they call cannon fodder uh, tactics. In other words, and the Japanese did this as well, too. The Japanese in World War II, they would do these things called the bonsai rushes or the bonsai charge, where they know that if you run 100 guys at a machine gun nest, that 50 or 60 of those guys are going to get mowed down by the machine gun, but 30 or 40 of them are going to make it through, and they're going to overrun the machine gun nest and kill the guys firing the machine gun. In other words, they're just, they know they are just essentially cannon fodder. And that's what the Russians do. They take the conscripts, you know, the, the, you know, the people they drafted. Matter of fact, the draft age now in Russia is they've moved it up to, are you ready for this? And I'm not kidding. You can be drafted up to the age of 65. Now, 
That and, doesn't surprise me. Unless you're a superhuman like me at 65, I could you run. You are a superhuman. <laughs> I could run marathons and stuff like that. But you could. They they're taking literally taking the the criminals out of the Russian jails and putting them on the on the front lines in Ukraine. I'm going like, how crazy is that? I actually think that's a great idea. Well, but <sighs> I mean, I don't like what they're doing. But if you're going to, um, I mean. They're in the jail for a reason. I don't think it's right what he's doing by even, and, you and, know, attacking and, Ukraine. And but, you know, you know what the the latest thing is. What you're not going to believe this, but this is a true story. I wouldn't yeah, make something I like will. this up. Kim Gardner is going to Russia, and she's getting the guys out of jail and say, "Hey, come to St. Louis. It's fine." Uh, <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> You know, Kim Gardner, you got to love her. You know, everybody's after her. She doesn't care. She's staying in, in office. Although, it's interesting. Lori Lightfoot, who lost her election yesterday, or day before, she took it very magnanimously. Let me try that word. Magnanimously. One more time. Magnanimously. She took it very magnanimously. She actually gave a, you know, uh, you know, a defeat speech. Hey, I lost. Good luck to the new person. And, you know, you know, the two people going for the office now, it's all Democrats. One guy is the former head of the teachers' union, and you know what he's going to do? No. He's going to double the teacher's salary and cut the school year in half. Huh. There's, sure this, he is. there's this report that came out, and I'm not kidding. I had it in my show prep for a couple weeks back, and I never used it. I don't know why. There's a report that came out that they showed 15 schools in Chicago. 15 schools in Chicago. Some of them were a mix of middle schools and grade schools and high schools. And the report showed. What percentage of the population of those schools was reading at grade level and doing math at grade level? And in the 15 schools, guess how many, guess what percentage of the students were at proficient at math and reading at grade level? And where is this at? Chicago. Chicago in the burbs or Chicago in the city? Chicago City. Oh, what percentage of the kids were proficient at grade level in math and reading? Not a, not a lot of them. Zero. Yeah. Fifteen schools had zero percent. And, you know, at that point in time, you just got to go, okay, we got to make some changes here. Yes. You know, that would be like that would be like if every car that chain, came chain, off. Every, chain, chain, Oh, that's chain, not that, change. Yes, every Sorry. car that came off the assembly line at the Ford plant, the engine didn't start. Pretty soon somebody's going, well, okay, we got a problem. We need to fix this. We can't sell any of these cars because the engine doesn't run. And somebody would find the problem and they would fix it, okay? Not in the school district. See, I got into an argument with one of my teacher friends because the thing that's going through the state of Missouri right now is they're trying to do this thing with school choice. In other words, as it is right now, you go to the school that's in your district, okay? You know what I'm saying? You, I do. You live in Francis Hall. Uh, your daughter went to what grade school did she go to? Uh, Cosley. And what middle school did she go to? Hollenbeck. And what high school did she go to? Francis Howell. Don't say Francis Howell South because there's no such thing. She went to Francis Howell High School, okay? Yes. School. And she had that. I was like, Tiffany, look, you've got this beautiful pond out in <laughs> outside of your window. Yeah. And she's like, Mom. <laughs> that's, that's a toxic waste dump. That is. The, oh, oopsie. <laughs> the high school is right down from the toxic waste dump. But it that's is. that's a whole other story. Okay. It totally. So is. so so 
School choice is if you didn't like what was going on in Francis Hall, you'd say, I want my tax dollars that I pay into St. Charles County. I want it to go to the St. I want my daughter to go to St. Charles High School. Or I want my daughter to go to Ledoux High. I want my daughter to go to Horton Watkins High School. Or used to live in Clayton, used to go to Clayton. I want my daughter to go to the high school I used to go to when I was younger. I want to go to Clayton High School. Now, here's where I get into argument with one of my teacher friends. And they're going, what's wrong with that? Why? Why? Because of the fact that you, you're in a district, you should, have, you should have to go to that school in that district. And I said, okay, so let's turn the tables here. Let's say you teach like, let's say, for example, Hazelwood, which is my old alma mater. Okay, if you are a teacher in Hazelwood and you leave in Hazelwood, I would pass a law that you can't go outside of the Hazelwood School District for anything. You can't buy, you have to go to only restaurants in the Hazelwood School District. You can only buy cars from car dealers in the in the Hazelwood School District. You can only go to stores that are in the Hazelwood School District. You're not allowed to spend any money outside of the Hazelwood School District. You can't go to downtown. You can't go to the Cardinals games because that's not in the Hazelwood School District. The teacher, well, that wouldn't be fair. Guess what? Same thing with schools. No choice. See, there's something about competitive nature in business. If you got one burger place, back in the day, you have one fast food place, McDonald's, okay? Along comes Burger King, and then comes Burger Chef and Jeff, and then comes Hardee's, and then comes, you know, all these other places. And, like, look at the thing. For a long time, Steak and Shake was like the king of the heap, okay? Hold on a minute. If you were going out fast food style and you wanted to eat at the best burger place, where'd you go? You go to Steak and Shake, right? That was the best burgers. The problem yes, is, it was. Steak, You're absolutely correct. I worked there. I was the best. You know, I did matter, too. matter of fact, matter of fact, if you were a cheapskate in high school, you took your date out to McDonald's for dinner. If you were a stud dude in high school, if you were like like you know one of the high school football stars, you didn't take your date to McDonald's. You went to Steak and Shake, and I waited on you, and I would say, uh, "Sir, I'm I'm going to your high school. Thanks so much for." Throwing that winning touchdown pass. Hey, no problem. And by the way, I must compliment you on your date. She's just unbelievably attractive. Well, thank you, sir. I'll take two small Cokes. Okay, be right back, sir. That's the way it went when I was working at Steak and Shake. By the way. I get it. <laughs> changing subjects again. This show is oh, about BTW. nothing. Oh, <laughs> Did you know that Tom Brady is now officially retired from the NFL again and he's got this $345 million contract with Fox Sports. He's going to be like the commentator. But he gets a year off. The deal is that after he retires from football, he doesn't go to work for uh, Fox Sports Network for like a year. So you know what he wants to do? What? He wants to be a stand-up comedian. Well, got to have goals. And you know, his, you know what his, one of his lines is? What's that? I do my Tom Brady impression. I can't do a Tom Brady, but here's one of his lines. I've heard his first joke. His first joke is, so I go to the airport, and I get on a plane, and I say to the stewardess, hey, put me in, coach. That's funny. (laughs) I just got that. That was funny. (laughs) Pretty good line, don't you think? (laughs) Pretty good line. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cute. Who's dinging me? Um... Uh, it's a numbered lake at Weldon Springs. That's what it is. It's a numbered lake. <laughs> what? That's what you. It, they have they have numbered lakes there. That's what it is. Number one is like oh that one's got all sorts of stuff in it. Number two's got all sorts of interesting. They depending upon what pollution is, depending on what lake it is. 
at Weldon Spring, okay. where where the where the high school is. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to find Nelly tickets for my daughter. At the Tonic Country Fair? No, anywhere in St. Louis. Have you heard that rumor? She's turning forty. Have you heard the that big rumor? 4-0. Have you heard that rumor that Nellie's coming to the Tonic Country Fair? I heard that rumor, but I also heard that it was coming to uh what is that thing over in Chesterfield? The factory, whatever it's called now? Yes, either the factory or the pageant, one of the two. You know what? What? You know what they're trying to do? People who have gone to the pageant for a long time, when they go out to the factory, you know, there's one thing that's missing. You know, both very nice venues. Pageant's a really great venue, and the factory is a great venue as well, too. But people who are, like, big fans of the pageant, you know what they've been complaining about? What's that? When they go out after a concert at, at the factory, their car is still there, and all the windows haven't been broken out. So what they're going to do is they're going to hire some guys to come out and break into cars to make everybody feel like, oh, this is just like the pageant. You go, you listen to the great rock music, and you come out in your car stolen or the windows are smashed out, and everything's stolen in your car. So they're hiring guys to smash in cars, windows at the factory out in Chesterfield. Mm, Do you know I'm that? sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was actually down. We went to this, um, I guess it's a bar. We went to this bar. And it was a party, and it was my my she's she's my friend, and she's a black girl, and this was a black party, and so I, it was downtown. I parked in a parking lot that had like security and lights. Right. So I go into the party, and then I come back out. All the lights are gone, and the parking attendant's gone. Right, because the guys I, the guys. Just- I, the guys who steal the cars, they pay the parking lot attendant. Hey, bud, hey, bud, you can go home now. And they turn the lights off and they break into the cars. Didn't you know, you? this is going back. Didn't you know that? Decades. Didn't you know that? That's how it works. No, but what she did say <laughs> is you never park in a parking lot that has lights on it that um, when, when you're going to stay out. You just don't do that. You park on the street. Hey, talk to me. I hate parking lots. I hate parking garages. I always park on the street. Okay. This was a parking. I mean, it was a, it was a gravel parking lot, and oh it was God. in the city. On that's, Taylor. That's illegal. That's illegal. You can't have what? a gravel parking lot in the city. They've got all a bunch of know, gravel parking lots. No, it's lot. illegal. It's illegal. You can't have a. Uh, you can't have a, a because you know why? No. Because it's harder to clean up the glass in a gravel parking lot after they broke into the car windows than it is a, a paved parking lot. They make everybody pave the parking lot so when they break the windows out, it's easy to just get a broom and you just broom that, that glass off. But if you have a gravel lot, you got to get down on your hands and knees and pick out little pieces of, of, of glass out of the gravel. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so my car was the only car there. Yeah. And... So Shelly's shutting the place down, man. She's closing the place down. Woo, Shelly. I totally did. Party animal. Okay, we have to take a break. It's 748. It is BS.show. You know, you ever remember where you were when you heard a song? Not necessarily for the first time. We'd heard it several times. Yes. Every time I hear that song, it reminds me of going to see my son in Pensacola, I guess about three or four years ago, Then when that song came out. It was a December, hot song. I'm driving, you know, St. Louis down to Pensacola, hitting the scan button on the radio, hearing that a bunch of different stations. A bunch of stations. And you and you'd think, oh man, he's he's really good. It's too bad he's got those teeth. <laughs> That's Shelly. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. First off, the smartest yes. woman in the world says the closest Nelly concert is in Dayton, Ohio. So you're going to take your daughter to Dayton, Ohio, to see Nelly. 
I don't even know where that's at. Dayton, Ohio is in Ohio. Really? <laughs> Thank you, Brad. It's in central Ohio. You really set my sights right it's, on, It's not, you know, dead on balls accurate on that one. Thank it's not you. north like Cleveland. It's not south like Cincinnati. It's in central Ohio, or pretty much central Ohio. Okay. It's a nice, ta- nice town. I've been there several times. Okay. Oh, there's one in Minnesota. Okay. Oh. I have to ask you a question. To me, me? This, this is something that came out yesterday, and I'm going like, okay, this is like a nothing story, okay? There's a big controversy about when the president and Dr. Biden, who, by the way, they went to a restaurant and and someone is, is you know, choking, and someone says, is there a doctor in the house, doctor house? And Jill says, I'm a doctor, a doctor of education. I can show you how to use a blackboard. Anyway, no, never mind. <laughs> So President Biden and his wife, Jill Biden, went out to dinner at this fancy schmancy restaurant in St. Charles, not St. Charles, in Washington called the Red Hen. Here's the controversy. They both ordered the exact same thing. They ordered two bowls of restaurant signature rigatoni along with grilled bread and butter, chicory salad, and a few glasses of Barbera wine. I don't even know what Barbera wine is. Okay, so... Restaurant experts are saying, here's one quoted, I've never, honestly never heard of a couple, married or otherwise, who ordered the exact same in a restaurant. Is that is that like much ado about nothing? Is that like a nothing story or what? Yes. You go it's like <laughs> So the big who cares? Yeah, the big controversy is a husband and wife go out to dinner. I don't care if it's the president or it's, you know, Joe, Joe, the, the, you know, the lawn care guy and his wife go out to eat it at Cyberg's and they both order the same thing. So what's so weird about that? Is it that men and women have different tastes? Is that, is that what they're saying? Is there some subtext? Oh my God, uh, uh, something must be wrong with the president because he's eating exactly what his wife is eating. Have you ever had anybody order for you? I have. <laughs> is that a weird experience or what? It is. Is that the ultimate in male chauvinist pig or what? I'll order no, for her. No, I think it's very gentlemanly. What? I'm not a feminist. So what if he ordered stuff you hated? I'll order for I her. I don't hardly eat anyway. I'd take it home. Okay, here's what here's what I do. And then throw it away. Shelly, let's go out to lunch today at Freddy's and I'll order for you. How's that? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> When I don't like uh, the menu, chances uh, are you're not going to find uh, anything I like. Uh, uh, she'll have the kids. By the way, if I told you, the Freddy's people have wised up. Maybe it's because I talked about it in the air too much anymore. What's that? They no longer give you a full order of French fries with the kids' meal. They give you like a kids' meal French fries now. I'm very disappointed. Oh my god, it's like a hidden cost increase. I'm very, I'm very upset about that. Used to go to get because the kids' meal. The only thing about the kids' meal is Freddy's is you get a small cup for the soda. Otherwise, it's a regular hamburger and a regular order of French fries, and it's like four dollars cheaper than the regular meal. And I had one last That's night. That's true. I had one last night, and I'm going like, okay, at they've... Freddy's. Yes. Mm. Day number two today. Today's day number two. What about Mickey D's? Had that yesterday for lunch, mm. and I had and and so far, see, it's it's there's three components to my diet: little Debbie's, McDonald's, and Freddy's. They don't call Excuse the little. Me, I just kind of gagged. They don't call the little little McFreddy diet for nothing. I'm. Mean, you know. So what's the uh, web page? I'm. I don't don't go there yet because it's not done. 
okay, so let's pretend like I didn't say it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go to the webpage yet. It's, it's, it's work in progress. Remember back in the in a whip? In, it's a whip. In the days of, of, of the beginning of the internet, people would put up a construction sign, you know, like under construction, you know, that kind of stuff. No. I do know. And by the way, what? I will tell you that, you know, the Edwards carpet in St. Charles is closed and they're putting the Dairy Queen in there. What? <laughs> oh, stop it. You said that on purpose. Oh my gosh, we gotta go, Brad. It's seven fifty-nine. Uh, what's the? Uh, Just when we were having fun. Boy, the show about nothing is personified today. This show has been about absolutely positively nothing. About Shelly licking, licking, uh, you know, poppy seeds off of bagels and stuff Ew. like that. No, 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 not me. I love me my. my I love me my poppy seed bagels, but you know what? That's not good for me because that bothers my diverticulitis. Because they're little baby poppy seeds. Yeah, that's what they say causes diverticulitis. Is little little seeds get in your colon and they stay there and they grow they grow trees in your colon. Is that true? Oh yeah, you like pe- I can see that happen. People have trees growing in their colons. Okay, say goodbye, okay, Shelly. Anyway, say goodbye, <laughs> Shelly. Goodbye, Shelly. Brad, it's been a slice of heaven as usual. Peace and I fly. Seven fifty nine. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.